Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. There is always a need for more mental health services in Northumberland. Talk to anyone providing those services and they will tell you, we are doing a great job but it would be better if we could expand to meet the actual need. Last year, the Northumberland Community Counseling Centre closed its doors. It left 1,000 people without mental health services. Some of its programs involved helping women facing violence, and there was a child witness program. It helped kids who had to appear in court. These were funded through the provincial government. In an effort to keep the NCCC open, a proposal was put together. It suggested the local service join with Peterborough. When it came time to announce the funding from the provincial government, the proposal was rejected. Instead, Cornerstone Family Violence Prevention Center and the Northumberland Hills Hospital Mental Health Services got the funding. Starting next week, the Community Counseling and Resource Center in Peterborough is offering affordable services four days a week. Kirsten Armburst, Executive Director of Community Counseling and Resource Centre in Peterborough will explain what all that means. Here is that interview. I'm so pleased to have with me today Kirsten Armbrist, the Executive Director of the Community Counseling Resource Centre in Peterborough. Welcome to Consider This. Thanks so much for having me, Robert. What brings the Community Counseling Resource Centre to Northumberland? Uh, Well, um, so we're part of Family Service Ontario, which is a network of agencies across the province. And we had, you know, heard last year that the agency Northumberland Community Counseling and Resource Centre, you know, due to some challenges, was going to be closing their doors. And we really saw that there was a need in Northumberland County for access to affordable counselling for folks that might not be able to afford full fees, who might not have um, access to other options. So we've decided to apply for some funding from the Northumberland United Way uh, to be able to, you know, start seeing if we could fill a little bit of that gap. And we were very fortunate that um, the Northumberland United Way decided to provide us some funding. So we're excited to be starting actually later this month. We'll have someone in place. Now, how much funding did you get from the United Way? Uh, we got sixty thousand, and we were when we're also supplementing with uh, fundraising. We have um, a fundraising event that is actually in two weeks. It's uh, Jukebox Mania. It's a virtual event, so we're hoping that we'll have people from uh, Northumberland County and Peterborough County playing together. Last year, we had people from all over the province and even other provinces come. So uh, we think it's a really um, great way to do an event. You know, given the circumstances with uh, COVID, but uh, what we really want to do is, you know, try to raise more money so that we can expand the services in Northumberland, because we know that having one counselor, um, you know, four days a week, which is what we're able to fund right now, is not nearly going to be enough for the need that's there. So 
what services then do you intend to provide? You, you said there's going to be one counselor. Uh, what mm-hmm. sort of hours, how much accessibility, how many people do you hope to serve? So we're going to have one uh, counselor. They're uh, starting at four days a week. Uh, so they're going to be working primarily remotely. Um, you know, we know that Northumberland County is very big geographically. So uh, certainly somebody can't be on site in all the communities where uh, people would be needing services. Uh, but we do have the option for in-person services uh, that will be provided out of Watton Employment. So we were very fortunate that we were able to uh, make an agreement with uh, Watton Employments to be able to use some space there when we need to. So that's, of course, in Coburg. Uh, so we're anticipating quite a bit of, of virtual either through um like a platform, you know, like similar to Zoom or for phone, you know, depending on the needs, because I know internet isn't always the best in some of the outlying areas. Um, and what we're really hoping, though, is to see so that the, the grant was for a year. So we're really hoping to kind of see where the majority of people are coming from. And then if we're able to expand our services, maybe in the future, we realize, well, you know, uh, maybe we need someone in, um, you know, Campbellford one day a week or, you know, whatever the case may be. But we really want to get a bit of a lay of the land or to start. Um, We're going to be providing services for adults 18 plus. So that will be individual counseling, um, sort of a short to midterm model at six to 12 sessions on average, and really um, trying to fill the gap of mild to moderate to mental health concerns and, you know, things like anxiety, depression, relationship, um, concern, separation, divorce, that kind of thing. So that's where we're starting. How much of it will be virtual and how much of it will be uh, in person? How, when you say four days a week, is it like one day a week they'll be in Coburg or how does that work? That's kind of what we're starting with. Um, it's a little hard to tell at this point um, because, you know, of course, um working out of Northumberland is new for us, but also with the constant changing up and down with restrictions and people's comfort levels and everything else with COVID, it's a little bit tricky too. And in Peterborough, our counselors are, you know, maybe two days in office and three days virtual, but even the days that are in office, they might be doing virtual for some of the sessions. So what we're thinking is we're going to start with a day in Coburg, um, but we're really going to assess what the need is uh, because really we, we need a little bit of time to figure out what that's going to look like. We also are going to have the option of um, Northumberland residents will be able to join some of our um, virtual workshops that may be run by a counselor of Peterborough, but because it's um, because we're doing them virtually right now, we're able to open that up, you know, so we can provide a little bit more service that way. So that's, you know, there's one of the, the real, I don't want to say advantages isn't the right word, but if you think about some of the learnings we've had through the pandemic, so some of these things where you can you can realize, wow, you know, we can we can provide something to people across two counties in the same, you know, hour and a half and really increase access that much more. Will any of the former staff from the Northumberland Community Counseling Center return? Well, I don't know. I mean, we posted the position and, uh, you know, we didn't have... Um, applicants at this time doesn't mean we wouldn't in the future. Um, It's been almost a year since Northumberland Community Council closed. So I would expect, you know, uh, some of those people may have, you know, moved on to different opportunities. Uh, You know, certainly it would have been something we uh, would have, you know, gladly considered or in the, or like I say, in the future, you know, we're hoping to be able to expand, maybe um, access some funding from different sources to be able to, you know, have a, a 
maybe like a small kind of satellite office. Um, Cause I know that, uh, you know, there was a lot of staff at Northumberland Community Counseling that were very dedicated, long-term staff, very skilled and really put a lot of their, you know, heart and soul into the organization. So, um, you know, we, you know, as, as a sister agency, we were really sorry to, you know, to see it, it close and, you know, trying to do what we can to, you know, help fill the gap really. So tell us about the Community Counseling Resource Centre and its history in Peterborough. So we've been providing service in Peterborough for over 65 years. So we've been here for a while. <laughs> um, so we have, so we're multi-service. Like I said, we're part of Family Service Ontario. We're accredited with the Canadian Centre for Accreditation. Uh, right now we have three programs. So we have our professional counseling program. So that's, you know, some, what we'll be offering, you know, on a much smaller scale in Northumberland. And then our other big program is a housing resource centre. So we um, help folks who are homeless or at risk of becoming homeless eviction prevention we do work with landlords um, that kind of thing and then we have a very small community service orders program so that's for people who've been ordered to do community service hours uh, through the courts for probation and helping match their skill set with nonprofits or um, other organizations that might need the help so that's what we're doing now of course in 65 years we've gone through lots of different transitions but um, certainly counseling has been part of our core services I think for the whole time Time. So that's been something that's been very consistent. And our Housing Resource Center has been um, with CCRC for over 30 years as well. So we're very, um, you know, invested in the community. And uh, I think that, you know, having a being able to expand will, will really be a benefit. So why do you think this services that you're offering are necessary? There was major funding that was being given to the Northumberland Community Counseling Center that went to other agencies. And these agencies were supposed to pick up those clients that were left without service. I think at the time when they closed, it, there was something like a thousand clients that they were serving. Now, these agencies were supposed to pick up that slack. And how does your service sort of fit into the current mental health system in Northumberland? Well, I think that the, the thing is that the um, the other funding streams uh, were, you know, provincial streams that were um, geared to a specific population. So the, the other agents, the other organizations that did pick up those pieces are certainly are definitely seeing, um, you know, the people that they're they're funded to see. the The funding from United Way is a little bit different in, in that it's um, able to provide more generalized services. So. Like for instance, the way we're funded in Peterborough is we get specific funding from the Ministry of Children and Community Social Services to see women who've experienced violence. Well, that's all you can do then with, with that funding, right? Or we might get funding, you know, to, to see caregivers and you so that's all you can do. So usually, um, you know, we find and a lot of communities find that uh, the United Way, donations, fundraising kind of fills the gap for people that maybe don't fit into a specific um, area. So it's definitely it's certainly not that the um, the other agencies in the community are not seeing um, people. It's just that their the, their funding is to see a specific um, demographic. I'd like to explore that a little bit more because the, the Violence Against Women Clinical Counseling and the Enhanced Child Witness Program are now being done by Cornerstone Family Violence Prevention Center. Now, not only were these significant programs, but they also included money from the province, like you were talking about. How is that going to impact what you're you're wanting to do because you're coming in on this very, it sounds like a very narrow mandate to provide for those who cannot afford uh, mental health counseling 
and, and fill it in. But then we also have other institutions like uh, the hospital provides the drop-in centers and there's mm-hmm. other things going on. So can you help us understand mm-hmm. why this is significant and how it fits into that whole puzzle of mental health? Certainly, yeah. So I actually think that we're less narrow that it is more broad. So you, you mentioned, you know, uh, Cornerstone, of course, is very well equipped to, you know, um, see uh, women and children who've experienced violence, that's their mandate. And I know that, you know, they do a wonderful job, and will, you know, continue to serve those uh, women and kids very well. Um, you know, the hospital would see, you know, folks maybe with more, uh, my understanding would be more of a, you know, moderate um, to severe mental health challenges. And the walk-in clinic is, is a um, a great service for the community, but it is a one-time, um, you know, like you, you show up and you, and you have an appointment with somebody, you know, maybe you're having a struggle three months later, well, you might see a different person. So it's very important because it's quick access. It's immediate. You're having a problem today. I can go and get a walk-in service, but what we're doing, it's really, there's almost a different demographic. So maybe to give you an example, if you think about somebody, um, you know, who's maybe, you know, maybe it's a man who uh, recently separated from a relationship. Uh, you know, maybe they're maybe they're working at a low income job. They don't have a lot of money for counseling, but you know, they're 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 going to work every day. They're they're you know functioning well enough in that regard. But they really maybe need some short term, maybe six eight sessions of counseling with somebody to try to kind of help them get uh, through that issue that's happening in their life right now so it doesn't yet so somebody like that wouldn't really fit into any of these other places so they wouldn't you know they wouldn't fit into obviously violence against women programs they're pro- they probably wouldn't meet the threshold for a hospital mental health service and they probably need more than one session uh, so what we do is we offer um, counseling on a sliding fee scale based on income or ability to pay so there's an awful lot of people who will pay nothing at all um, anybody on Ontario works ODSP uh, it with limited income, we, we, we don't ask for any fee at all, but for somebody who, you know, perhaps is in a position to pay counseling, but maybe not, uh, the, what you would pay a private clinician, you know, maybe somewhere in the middle, or maybe, maybe you would, and you get your, um, money back from benefits. So the counselor that we've, we've hired, you know, is a master's of social work degree and, uh, you know, they're able to be covered through most people's benefits if that's the situation, but it's really that sliding fee scale for somebody who's, you know, they're, they're maybe doing okay, but they, they do need a little bit of support and to go and pay a private practitioner, you know, 120, $140 an hour is maybe just not attainable and then not fitting into some of these other more specific services. One of the, traits of the Northumberland Community Counseling Center was that they were clinician uh, trauma specialists, mm-hmm. highly trained. And I remember when things were closing down, this was a, a big part of their argument to be maintained was that they had these high level skills. Are we going to see a return to people with those high level skills coming into the community? Definitely. So all of our counselors um, that we hire are all have master's degrees, either a master's of social work degree or a master's of counseling. They're all uh, registered with a college, either the Ontario College of Social Worker and Social Services Workers, it's a bit of a mouthful, or the um, College of Registered Psychotherapists of Ontario. So we, so all of our counselors are, are registered. Um, we So in Peterborough, we have, I believe, seven counselors. We have a clinical team lead. So she, you know, again, has a master's degree 
and more experienced clinically. So she provides clinical supervision on a monthly basis and as, or, or more, usually with a newer clinician, that's a little bit more at the beginning, you know, while people are getting used to it, um, as well as ongoing um, clinical team meetings. We put resources into training. Um, so, and because we're accredited, you know, as well, like there's certain, you know, things we need to follow in terms of the level of um, expertise and education that the counselors have. So we're, yeah, we're definitely um, be, you know, making sure that that it's the same, the, the qualifications we expect in Peterborough will be the same as the qualifications we expect in Northumberland, and they'll have the same supports access to um, our clinical team lead, uh, you know, team meetings, you know, anything they kind of need to make sure that uh, they have the skills necessary. One of the criticisms people made about the Northumberland Community Counseling Center was its organization. There was an interim executive director for an extended period of time, and, and there was also fundraising issues. What's going to be different this time? Well, I think the difference is that um, it won't be a separate agency so that, you know, we already have the infrastructure in place. As I said, we've been around for 65 years and, and it is it can be a challenge for a smaller organization with, um, you know, a smaller overall budget to really, you know, maintain all, all the infrastructure that needed is needed you know there's reporting and i often say you know if you get two hundred thousand dollars from a ministry or two million dollars your reporting maybe isn't that much different but you know with the person that gets or the agency that gets two million you know has the ability to have um you know more administrative support so i think that is um really the big difference and that we're not starting a new agency in northumberland what we're doing is we're enhancing um, our services to include the geography but you know i've i personally have been with ccrc for i think 19 years coming up in this June. So I was a counselor for a period of time, then the clinical manager, and I've been the executive director for the last three years. So, you know, there were, um, you know, I have the, you know, the executive director skills, if you will, to, to enhance the services in Northumberland. We have a finance department, we have a very active board of directors. And in fact, um, we will, we do have some openings for uh, board members coming up and we're hoping to be able to recruit, you know, um, one or several people from the Northumberland uh, community. So if any if anybody listening is interested in being on our board of directors, I encourage people to reach out because uh, we we know the importance of um, having a local presence and and having the support of the community. And so far, you know, the community has been you know very supportive, and I think really understands you know that while some of the services were picked up by you know uh, agencies well equipped to to do the work, that there there is a gap that um, is left. How many staff do you have and how large is your budget? Uh, so we have, I think maybe like around 23 staff, you know, sort of in about there. And our our, our budget, I think, is sitting around $2 million at this point. Mm-hmm. Will the CCRC be joining the Ontario Health Team Northumberland as part of its efforts to integrate services across the county? So that's something that, um, you know, we definitely consider. I did reach out to uh, and, and had a conversation. Um, you're going to quiz me on her name and I'm not going to remember. <laughs> but I did have a conversation with uh, someone from the Northumberland 
um, Ontario Health team already, just to you know, sort of introduce ourselves, let them know what we were doing, and I mean, I imagine that the uh, the partners of the health team have been established. So sometimes there's, you know, opportunity to support efforts in different ways, whether it's fully being a partner or whether it's being part of a working group or you know, coming in on certain pieces that may be more relevant. So I think we'll just have to to see where that plays out. But um, you know, I know it's important, so I was able to already make that connection and um, you know, also make some connections you know, with the Northumberland um, municipality, uh, county of Northumberland, uh, just to try to, you know, kind of get get our name out there and let people know we're here and see if there's other ways that, um, you know, we can grow the service. So besides the county and the uh, health team, have you talked to Cornerstone or uh, Hospital Mental Services or any of the other uh, rebound and those uh, kind of uh, organizations and institutions? We haven't had a chance to so much yet. So we um, we only learned that we got the funding about a month ago. Uh, so sort of near to the end of March. So we've been sort of busy, you know, hiring and, and trying to get the word out. But, you know, I do, um, I actually sit on a, a committee already with uh, Cornerstone and because of the, the regional uh, VAW services. So there's some connections there. Uh, we definitely sent our information around to, you know, all the kind of local folks that we could um, think of. And certainly the United Way has been, you know, sharing our information. So it's definitely, you know, something that we're looking to do um, more of. Our, our main priority to start really has been to, well, of course, hire somebody. <laughs> you know, it's pretty hard to do a service without a, without a staff person. So to hire somebody and get them in place as soon as possible. So they're actually starting next. They're starting on Tuesday. Um, but in the meanwhile, we've been... Um, are so what's the way it's working is that you know if somebody's interested in accessing counseling they are calling through to our uh peterborough intake worker so we have a dedicated intake worker so they are calling getting set up so that's already happening uh, where you know people are connecting and learning about the service and and we're, we're getting a list you know put together so that when the counselor starts they'll be able to be up and running so that's been really our focus to start is really trying to let people know that we're here um let agencies know uh you know see what we can do you know to let the community know so we really appreciate this opportunity um you know because it's hard you need to kind of get the message out all over and then i think word of mouth will happen. And uh, we're even finding that already people calling and saying, Oh, I, I know someone that, that needs counseling that lives out that way. I'll have them give you a call. So that's already starting. And I think um, as the agencies become familiar, that will be a big support too, because it's, it's really difficult for any agency to have someone call that, that don't meet their mandate and not have a, a, you know, a suggestion or a warm handoff. So I think it'll be a real benefit, you know, to everybody to be able to make those cross referrals. Now, did your organization submit a bid back in the fall to provide mental health services when the uh, Northumberland Community Counseling Center was closing down? Uh, well, so the so to the United Way, I mean, the, their application process was in December. No, I'm not talking about the United Way. I, I believe back when the Northumberland Community Counseling Center about a year ago was trying to uh, get itself stabilized. I, I understood that there might have been uh, an effort to try and, yeah, between it and yourselves, try to put a bid in to provide mental health services at that time to keep the service. I'm just yeah. wondering, do you recall that? 
Yeah, well, we definitely explored all our options at that time, but, uh, you know, there's different decisions made by, uh, um, you know, um, different uh, funders. And, um, you know, I think that we're just happy that the services are all being provided in the community. And, you know, if that means it looks a little bit different than the way it did before, as long as everybody's getting the service, that's the most important thing. Why do you think you were not successful at that time? Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to say. I didn't, I wasn't the decision maker. And, you know, I certainly, um, you know, we would have been happy to to provide you know, more extensive services. But, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of different ways that it can look. And I think that, you know, perhaps, um, you know, the decision the decisions that were made may, may have been the best decisions for the community. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, you know, ever say that uh, the services went, you know, to any organization that isn't, you know, equipped and able to deliver them. So if I'm someone listening to this and I wish to reach out to sign up for services, how can I do this? Uh, so it is a self-referral uh, process that uh, we have here. So people don't need a doctor's referral or anything else. So if someone's looking for counseling, they can call uh, one of our two numbers. Our toll-free number is 1-800-274-1611 uh, or 705-743-2272. Uh, they can ask to uh, speak with our intake worker. Uh, they can go on our website, which is wwwccrc pto com and we're also on all social media we're on instagram linkedin facebook twitter i guess not all social media those are the ones that we're on <laughs> and uh, you know we do a lot of service updates there as well so people can kind of see what's going on um, when we have workshops or groups that are happening you know we post those there as well um, so it's a good way to kind of keep connected with things that might be happening kristen armbrist thank you so much for talking to me today thank you for having me that was Kirsten Armburst, Executive Director of the Community Counseling Resource Center in Peterborough. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.